Here we go, college football payoff. We are in, what, week eight? What episode is this? This will be episode 26. 26. Nice. I'm Dan, and I'm with The Prophet, big country, who is on an 11-2 and two run right now. He is carrying the podcast. He's carrying me for sure, but my God, if you're following him and following his picks right now, you are in the money. Me, not so much. Last week was a rough one. Uh, I went 0-3. There's not much you can say after that. You just got to put it behind you and go on to the next next week. Just keep but, it pushing. I didn't know the three week this season. Yeah, so and that, what happened right after that 0-3 week? Then I went on an 11-2 run. So what does that tell you? We're going to get you're, going. You're due. <laughs> so uh, just a quick recap. Bowling Green, 14.5, that lost. Michigan, 3.5, they won by 3. And then the first half of Alabama, Texas A&M, my first first half pick of the year, and Alabama lost. And then to make matters worse, Moneyline Moneymaker was Texas beating Oklahoma. Texas had it in the bag. Oklahoma decided to ditch Spencer Rattler. Backup comes in, and Texas loses a heartbreaker. Man, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Spencer Rattler now. So, did you see after the game there was a he, video? He just walked right off the field. Yeah, they had a video of the entire team taking a picture, and he was just walking off the field. I mean, if you uh, if you ever watched him when he was on like QB one in high school, mm-hmm. shit, he uh, you know, don't want to diss on on the boy, but uh, he's a he, punk. he might just straight up not be a good person. No, so like I, I don't know. What it, I mean, at least his his character hasn't. You know, impressed me by any means. Well, so. he was he was a punk when he was on that on that show. Oh yeah, I mean I've seen throwback videos of him just being such an asshole to everybody. To like the backups and stuff. I'm like, yeah, and that's not right. how you do it. I mean, I do have a a small little Heisman ticket out on you, but uh, I don't care to lose it. Well, I was going to tell you too with your Desmond Ritter pick. So they're Cincinnati's what third in the nation right yeah, now. That's looking pretty. It's gonna Good look great right now, yeah. But some people still have C.J. Stroud, quarterback for Ohio State, higher than Desmond Ritter, which I don't, I don't see it at all. He had two five touchdown games back to back weeks, but they're against pretty bad. Like they really haven't played anybody except Oregon, and yeah, he had an okay game against Oregon, but like he makes great throws, but not elite throws. Exactly. So just give, me, give me the thirty-three to one on Ritter. Yeah, and Ritter is going off with that squad. I hope they make the playoff, but. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, we are going to get into it. You got you had four picks last week, right? I did. I went three and one. So the uh, the coastal first half minus ten and a half, never a doubt. Um, Tennessee minus ten and a half, never a doubt. And TCU minus one and a half, never a doubt. Mm-hmm. And then what makes matters even you know tougher. My one loss last week was the SMU Navy over fifty five and a half. That total landed at fifty five. <laughs> So we are a half point away from a four and a week, but we'll take the three and one. Absolutely, stay profitable and for sure. We'll, it's on to week seven. All right, so let's get it going. Um, not a lot of analysis out of me this week because I am just looking to get back on track. So I got three games where I just I saw it, I felt it, I picked it, and not going to overanalyze it. We're just going to roll with it because they looked pretty damn good to me. I'm going to start with Purdue at Iowa. Now, that game last week, first of all, with Iowa-Penn State was pretty damn pretty damn good. This one, back at Iowa, 3.30 Saturday. 
Over under is set at 41 and a half. The spread is Iowa minus 11 and a half. And we're going to go with the under in this game. Because Wait, you, what, what game is this? Purdue, Iowa. Oh, shit. We got one together? We got one together. <laughs> what are you playing? I'm under 43. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's we didn't go. even talk about it before the show. I mean, that's nice. perfect. Yeah. That's we'll perfect. Because when I look at this game, Iowa, you know they always have one of the best defenses. But Purdue's defense this year is pretty good. Pretty damn good, yeah. Both these defenses are top 15 in total yards and top 10 in points scored. So Purdue gives up 15, Iowa gives up 13. These are great defenses. We know Iowa's not, you know, they're back to the running gun. They just, well, not running gun. They run it down your throat. Um, but they do pass it pretty well. Actually, they don't pass it pretty well at all. No, I was looking at Purdue. <laughs> but uh, Iowa's pass defense is top 25 in the nation. So I look at this, and I think Iowa coming off that big win against Penn State uh, I think they just throw defense. They're kind of coming down off that high. Uh, Purdue scoring around 24 points a game, but Iowa's giving up 13. Iowa's scoring around 31 a game. Purdue's giving up 15. Yeah. I, th- I think the number stays very, very low. Um, and I think now that you said 43, yeah, you know, definitely taking the under in that. I just got it at 43. Um, so, yeah, I already placed that bet. I guess I'll just add on to a little bit what you said. So one thing we know here is that turnovers kill unders Mm -hmm. because a lot of the times it gives the opposing team very good field position. One thing we know about Jack Plummer, the quarterback for um, Purdue, Purdue, I don't think he's done a pick all year. Mm -mm. And we're going to need a performance like that. And, And they don't run up, they don't really score a lot of points. So if he can protect the ball, slow the game down, you know, Iowa's offense is very unimpressive, but their mm-hmm. defense is just elite. I, I just think that both defenses can hold. It's it's just a game of really great defenses against really poor offenses. Yeah. So, I mean, I it's, mean it's really not. Purdue's offense has one turnover. Iowa's offense has three turnovers on the year. Um, and Purdue's defense only has two takeaways. So, I think uh, – it's going to be a pretty low-scoring affair. It's going to be a lot of punts, a lot of field possession. And then also the last thing I'll throw in there is all five Purdue's games this year have been under. Iowa's games, four of the six have been under. So this is the first time this year that we got one that we're agreeing nice. on. Nice, yeah. Hopefully we can hit that trend a little bit more. But uh, both of us, Purdue, Iowa, under 43, right? Love that, yes. Awesome. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go to my straight to my second pick then. Uh, for my second pick this week, we're going to take a game that none of you probably want to watch, but I want to make money on it. And that's the Vanderbilt Commodores visiting the South Carolina Gamecocks. Uh, 4 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. Both teams are looking for their first conference win. And both teams have had very unimp- unimpressive seasons. So... We, do, we all know the story about Vanderbilt. They're clearly the worst team in the SEC. I'm pretty sure South Carolina is the second-worst team this year. We'll see what their game against Missouri shows. Um, but this is just also another story of two very unimpressive offenses. So when we look at the South Carolina Gamecocks, they on the, on the defensive side of the ball, they do only allow 330 yards a game. I expect them to dominate Vanderbilt here. 
Um, but I don't like this 18.5 point spread. Man, South Carolina just got the brakes beaten off of them last week uh, by Tennessee. They barely squeaked out a win against Troy at home. Lost to uh, Kentucky, got murdered by Georgia, just like Vanderbilt. And, uh, you know, their their last win, well, I guess they don't even have a Power 5 win this year. So Mm-mm. none of the non-cons. Uh, Vanderbilt, if, you know, the highlight of their season was beating UConn by two points. I don't know what you want to take with that. A UConn team that's 0-7 that just lost to UMass last week. There's really not much to say, more to say. Luke Dottie from South Carolina only a 733 passing yards. Vanderbilt's uh, seals at quarterback has a five to seven touchdown to interception ratio. They don't. Both teams have played six games. They don't have a wide receiver with over 350 yards receiving. They don't have a rushing or a running back with over 230 yards rushing. Just a very sorry situation. Uh, a lot of power rating numbers that I review have this over or have this total at uh, coming in at 48, 49 range. I'll take the under 51, and uh, let's just hope for a really sloppy game that doesn't lead to some weird special teams or defensive touchdowns. Yeah, it sounds like it might be pretty sloppy. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with Alabama at Mississippi State, 7 o'clock kickoff. And the reason that I'm taking this, Alabama's a 17-point favorite, but the reason that I'm taking this is because Alabama lost last week. Yeah. With Nick Saban, I don't think there has ever been a time that he's lost two straight regular season games. And dating back in 2019, Alabama lost to LSU. Next week, they beat up on Mississippi State 38-7. Um, 2018, lost to Auburn. Next game was Clemson in the college football playoff. Destroyed them. All right. 2015, team lost to Ole Miss, followed it up with a 34-0 win. Moral of the story here, Alabama has Nick Saban, who is fuming that they lost that game last week. He's going to come out with a vengeance. And the fact that they did not drop out of the top five, you know, he, he's, he knows that, and he knows that if he goes out and plays Alabama football, he's going to end up in the college football playoff again. Right. But he cannot have another game where it's a little snoozer or a close win. Um, Alabama, their defense their defense forces turnovers, and Mississippi State's offense has turnovers Turnover to give. Turnover machine, especially when you're in a Mike Leach offense. Yeah. When you actually have to play a good defense, you are a turnover machine. So right there, we know turnovers are going to help Alabama's offense. Uh, I think Saban comes out with a game plan that's just, you know, destroy, put up as many points as possible, beat a conference rival. And I think this is an easy pick for me, Alabama. The points uh, in this series, the favorite is 5-1 and one against the spread against their last six. And Alabama, obviously 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six meetings, seeing as they were the favorite. So keep it simple. I go on the Nick Saban revenge tour and Alabama minus 17. Well, there's not going to be too many, uh, too much diversity in games this week because I'm on this Alabama game too. Oh, my <laughs> God. Let's go. So, we got two. Um, but I'm not taking the full okay. game. Okay. That's uh, all right. And – the reason being, I was thinking about it more this week. Okay, yeah, I would feel, if I had to take a full game side, it would be Bama, obviously, in this game. 
Um, but based on what we know Alabama's situation to be, man, if they just win out, make it to the SEC championship, and beat Georgia in the cha- SEC championship, they will make it to the playoff, undoubtedly. And Georgia mm-hmm. will too. Um, but if that's all you need to do, I guess you don't really need to be blowing teams out. I don't know what his what Nick Saban's you know attitude is going to be here, but I definitely think they're going to st- uh, keep their foot on the gas from go. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in it. This play didn't cover last week. It's been a cover machine since 2019. I'm just going to go Bama first half minus ten and a half. I know okay. it's you know it's not a it's a very mainstream pick, but I just think man. I can't take the full game because maybe there's a back door. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're up 20. You know, I have 17 and a half at most of the books. Um, you know, if they're up by 24 at the end of the game and let in a, a, you know, a touchdown right at the end, I'm more nervous about that than anything when the third stringers are in. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go first half minus 10, okay. minus 10 and a half here. All right. But it's good. Good juju that we're on Man. the same games here. Yeah. I'm really this, liking this. This is a tough week, too. This football. is my turnaround. This is the turnaround. There are a when lot of lines this week that I just don't understand, and I really got to look deeper in it because yeah. Big well, Ten especially. Big Ten football is going to get shaken up this weekend according yeah. to Vegas. So yep. be ready for that. All right. Um, so speaking of big lines, I got this Ole Miss-Tennessee game, 730 at Tennessee. Now the spread is Mississippi State. Minus two and a half, which originally that's what I was looking at. But I looked into this, and now it's the over-under is 83. That's the highest it's ever been, I believe, in an yeah. SEC game. And I think, what was it, a few weeks ago, there was an over-under in the Bama Ole Miss game of 79. Yeah. And that didn't come close. No. So I want, you know, I want to stick with Ole Miss, but... If I see a number as high as eighty three, uh, I'm taking the under in it. Yeah, I'm I, I'm putting the under in too. So I mean, I'm not going to take it officially on the pod. Well, but, I'm taking it officially on the yeah. pod because when I see the highest, the highest total in an SEC game, and it blows that total from two weeks ago with the same team, and they hit under, I'm absolutely taking it. So uh, under, what is it? Eighty three is my pick for Ole Miss at Tennessee. Um, and another reason, kind of nothing to do with the game or the players, Tennessee had that game last week where they wore their black jerseys. They won it. I feel like after a big jersey game, you Golden come down Lincoln's a little bit. Hey, yep. Tennessee, thank you for covering last week. Yes. But let's, let's go under this week. Yeah, we're going to take the under in that one. Like I said, I'm not doing too much analysis here. I am just getting down to the bare bones, and luckily I have two of big country's games, so – Hopefully he doesn't get any of my bad luck, but knock on wood there. Hey, you're, right. you're due. <laughs> I'm due. Yeah, because after you went 0-3, you uh, charged up. So, All right. Those are my three games, and then I got my money line, but you got one more or are you done? No, I got uh, – we hit, we had Purdue-Iowa together. I took the first half of Bama and the SC Vandy under, so I'm, I guess I'm all out. I mean, how quick is this? We're going <sighs> to jump right into the money line. It's probably a good episode to share with your friends if you want to help help the pot out here. Because, I mean, this uh, is a quick listen. Quick it's listen. going to be under 20 minutes probably. Yeah. Just damn. jump in, get some picks. Let's go. All right. All right, what's the money line moneymaker? All right. I had two that I was looking at, but now that I look at it more, because I was kind of interested in Navy, but Boston College against NC State. 
that's the one that I'm going to take. Boston College is a plus 145 right now. Uh, NC State is a three and a half point favorite. This is a 7:30 game. Mm-hmm. NC State's playing at Boston College, um, and the game it lines up so well. Boston College offense against NC State's defense, but what I see is that Boston College is they don't turn the ball over. Their defense gets takeaways, um, and I think with this, it's just a field play. I had a few games that I looked at, and this one just kind of kept jumping at me. So I'm going to go with Boston College plus 145. Uh, They're playing pretty damn well this year. And with the ACC being where it is, you know, Boston College has kind of been hanging around, but it's always been Clemson. Mm -hmm. You know, I think now that it's kind of wide open, a home night game later in the year, you know, with a chance to win the ACC, I think Boston College pulls it out. Uh, it is looking like it could rain too, so that could help Boston College as well because NC State is better in the through the air. Oh, yeah. And Boston College likes to run the ball. So I'm taking Boston College plus 145. There it is. That was quick. That was quick. That's how we get in and get out. But I kind of like it. All right. So real quick for my card. Purdue, Iowa, under 43, that is with big country. Alabama, minus 17. And then I got the under 83 in Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Boston College on the money line. Nice. This is a big under week, man. Um, Yeah, like Dan, I have the Purdue, Iowa, under 43, SC Vandy, under 51, and Bama first half, minus 10.5. There we go. Listen. If you are not sharing this with your friends, you are doing a disservice to them because we got probably one of the hottest hottest gamblers known to man right now. He's on fire, and on the flip side, the way that I'm going, if you really wanted to, you could fade me and make a lot of money. But either way, you should be sharing this with your friends because... Man, we just passed 500 downloads last week. Ooh. We're really not that you know, big of a podcast yet, so you can still brag to everybody how you're great at researching uh, college football games and you found these two guys, blah, blah, blah. Share it it while it's small before it gets uncool to share it. (laughs) Yeah, before you're a trend. Be the trendsetter, not the trend follower. Yes. All right, uh, what are the socials? You can follow the college football payoff at CF Payoff Pod. On Twitter, you can find me at Big Country Bets on Twitter. You can find Dan at Accountant Bets on Twitter. That's about it from us. Yeah, wherever you get your, uh, wherever you can find a podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Pandora, yeah. anywhere, YouTube. You know, I, I usually post the Spotify link on Twitter and mm-hmm. try the Apple, um, the Apple Ooh, podcast link up so we can see if see if we get any more results. Maybe we'll so. get a few more people. Yeah, but. Nonetheless, you hear it, like, subscribe, follow, comment, you know, share with everybody you know, because you don't want to be left behind when this guy puts up another monster week and improves his record to, what was it, 11-2 and run? Don't be surprised if he goes on to a uh, little heater here. So, all right, you got anything else? I'm all good. All right. For Big Country, I'm Dan. We will see you next week.